Michelle Cummins, and myself, Curtis Pope. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Curtis. Uh, how are you this Saturday? Are you uh, high and dry? I am. I'm doing well. I mean, I know a lot of folks in the Valley here are not doing so well as of late. And there's a lot going on. But for the most part, uh, you know, people are uh, are still um, healthy and they're, uh, you know, they will rebuild. So we uh, we got a strong bunch of people. Farmers are a strong bunch of people. They are. And uh, physically and mentally and and everything wise their outlook it's it's so true the, the you know my my place i can't the, the planes just keep on going by and they're still going by and it's amazing the efforts everybody's just trying to do their best and do everything they can it's it's plane after plane and the first day when they were saving those on the highway between hope and agassi and they had to get them by plane it's just it was crazy um yeah being like the, the right overhead yeah i know the first responders and the uh, and the pilots and and uh you know mayor braun i mean they've all been doing an amazing job through a, a very very tough circumstance but uh they're doing the best they can and uh you know trying to make sure that people are are, are safe and taken care of you know between the horrendous fires we've had then that heat attack we had in the summer and now the floods all during a virus pandemic uh, and then the government control. And it's like, wow, <laughs> like what li- literally doesn't kill us has to make us stronger. And <laughs> it's horrible to say because, but, but it's just, it is true. Everything we're going through. And it's like, <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. Everything that BC and our area has been through this past, couple years yeah no it's, it, it has it's been a very very uh it's been a challenging couple of years but this year especially it's yeah the uh you know the, the the weather has been um making for an interesting time i know we had the hottest day on record like 140 some odd days ago and then we had the wettest day on record here this week so we're we're breaking records but it's records that maybe we don't want to break yeah <laughs> Uh, and uh, us realtors usually have a uh, blanket drive. Well, we do still. It's an annual blanket drive uh, that we have every year around this time. And, it, you know, it goes until the 22nd. We have, um, but, you know, and usually it's like anything you have warm. And, yes, still, anything you have that, that scarves, gloves, socks, hats, blankets, anything. It's not just blankets. It's anything that would keep somebody warm. Uh, you know, if you can please contact uh, your local realtor, they will pick it up. Contact me. I'll come and pick it up uh, for you and bring it to where it needs to go. Or you can drop it off at your nearest real estate office. And this is the, the Fraser Valley uh, wide annual drive. It's going on right now uh, for the homeless. Um, but uh, the real estate board put out a release this week uh, that they're pivoting our Realtors Care Blanket Drive to support BC's disaster relief efforts. So I wanted to broadcast it here on the show to, to really give the shout out that, I mean, as we've seen over the last few days and week, floodwaters and landslides have devastated people, our communities and roadways all throughout BC. And people need our help. And so many people have been doing so much. Um, and so when faced with such adversity it is our duty um as community and as neighbors to step up and lend a hand to help those in need and i know there's a lot of gofundmes and there's lots of things out there but us realtors uh want want to support and want to do what, what we can do um together with the real estate board of the greater vancouver 
um, the Fraser Valley, and uh, we're we've decided to direct all financial donations raised during this year's Realtor Care Blanket Drive to support the people affected by this natural disaster. Uh, so there's powers and numbers, and this is our opportunity to um, really take action and 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 to show our support. So uh, Realtors are are supporting it in that way and asking uh, our clients, friends, and neighbors and family to do the same what what we what they can um, to let all come together and give what we can. So um, since the weekend storm, we've heard so many numerous stories of mem- members uh, of our real estate board, realtors pitching in to help realtors. I know a realtor who has chartered a helicopter to get food uh, to displaced residents, um, lots making food and monetary donations and have been driven pumper trucks throughout the night to help deal with overwhelmed sewage and drainage systems and driving jet boats to pick, to, to, uh, help um, uh, the, the 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 farmers' livestock, and so um, these are stories are very heartwarming and remind us all of the power of what we can achieve when we come together. Uh, so the money raised will go to the Canadian Red Cross's British Columbia Floods and Extreme Weather Appeal, and this money will support the Red Cross's relief, recovery, resiliency, and risk reduction activities in the affected areas at both the individual and community levels. Uh, according to the provincial government, 17,775 people have been evacuated to date. I just heard of uh, two nights ago, um, Thursday night, uh, lo- lots of people uh, was, were evacuated in the Cultus Lake area. Um, I have clients and friends out there. And 50, over 5,900 properties um, evacuation order and over 3,600 properties on evacuation alert, just so much. So we're also extending the blanket drive uh, to November 29th. So normally, earlier, I mentioned it was going to go 22nd, but they they are extending it now to the 29th to allow for more time to raise donations. Uh, so please go to your fundraise, to the fundraising website. I ha- have it on my homepage so that if that's easy for you, just go to michellecummins.ca and you click that link and it will bring you to the proper webpage or go to the Fraser Valley Real Estate Board's website or the Greater Vancouver Real Estate website. Uh, last time I checked, the site, um, they they had raised $7,425. So, um, and, and, you know, uh, it goes fast. So um, uh, please support if you can and, and thank you in advance to everyone, each one of you um, that can. So let's come together to make a difference. Um, Please continue to stay safe. uh, Be kind. Be well, everyone. Um, And, you know, anybody that needs anything, please do reach out to to, to me. um, And I would love to do what I can um, specifically. So, um, so, yeah, I just wanted to share about that that blanket drive that's still going, but also um, for cash donations. That's what you can do. All right. Well, that's good information for people to have, and it's good that they can go to your website and get that information. Now, on the real estate front, uh, I know it's different for farmland because they're often in floodplains and things like that, but a real estate question for me would be, when you have a natural disaster like this in an area like ours or Merritt or Princeton or any there where we've had these problems now, how does that affect the real estate market? Because it must affect the market. Ah, yes, it absolutely does. What happens to our property values after after a flood? That's 
you know, there's one thing that being in a floodplain, some people didn't think you could get insurance on your property if you're in a floodplain, which you can, you just pay a little bit more. Um, but actually what happens after a flood, and, and these are big floods, this isn't just a little flood, um, actually studies show varied relationships between flood mapping and property values. Uh, the majority indicate that floodplain disclosure reduces the real estate value anywhere between 1% and 4%. So that's relatively small amount. However, an actual flood event like we've just had uh, tends to decrease housing values from 18 to 25%. Hmm. That's, that's what's recorded. Now, obviously, so, the majority of it in, in the floodplain here in the Sumas Prairie is farmland, and that's a bit of a different uh, you know, animal altogether. Uh, but uh, still, that is a significant amount. It, it is. It's huge. It's, it's, uh, I mean, you can have a remediated grow-off that, that maybe the, the value is 10% less, um, and, and sometimes not even that much. Uh, depending on how well it's been uh, remediated and, and renovated, but eighteen to twenty-five percent—that's that's huge numbers, especially of the values that we have here in the, in the valley, anyways. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, okay. Well, that's interesting information yeah. to know that you know, you know, like in a place like you know, like Abbotsford, where you have such a varied terrain too, where you have a floodplain, and then you have people living on the sides of mountains and everything in between. So it's a, it again makes for that much more of an interesting market here in the valley. It sure does. And w- what's interesting is, I mean, the last time you know this we had a flood like this was in the forties, and. You know, we 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 forget. Uh, you know, when time passes, time they say time heals all wounds, but time also helps you forget things. And uh, uh, when something's so near, like what just happened, it's going to take many years, many many years, I think, before that can correct or at least get close back to normal or not normal, but what what we've seen, what what we've had lately, because. The floods of the 40s uh, didn't affect the pricing in in the valley, um, you know, lately, but it sure will now. So, you know, this is so new and so near. So it's going to take a long time for the values to build back up, unfortunately. Not exactly great news, but on the, you know, plus side, uh, you know, again, most of it is... Most of it is going to be agricultural, which will, I guess, not have the same kind of effect as they have to then rebuild their farmland and their crops and their animals and like that, which I'm sure is going to take time and going to take a lot of work. And our thoughts are definitely with all the farmers and everything they're doing uh, to get through all this, which can't be easy. Yes. All right, Michelle, well, we should probably take a quick break here. If people want more information about what you do as a realtor and maybe to uh, get the links for you for the, uh, the, the fundraising that's going on, now where can they go? michellecummins.ca. Sounds good. We're back with more right after this. Star Realtor Michelle Cummins and myself Curtis Pope. Now I know we got some uh, some real estate news and one of my favorite uh, things we do and what's trending. So what do you got, Michelle? Okay, so rental market is heating up 
and costs of rent are going up due to people not being able to afford or get back into the market if they sell before acquiring a property. I mean, I guess this isn't new news. It's been happening for a while now. Uh, but the rental market just continues rising, continue and continues to rise. So uh, that is still what's happening, still news. Uh, and uh, Toronto and Vancouver real estate is now much less affordable than L.A. and New York. So, I mean, who, who would have figured that? Curtis, can you believe it? <laughs> no, I know, but you know it's, uh, you know it's it's this has been an ongoing problem, like you say, like you know you the re- and, and also trying to find a place to rent is almost impossible. Uh, yes, I mean as soon as I hear of a place, it's it's taken like that. It's crazy, uh, and um, yeah. So Toronto uh, or Vancouver real estate is too expensive for your budget. If it is, I mean, it is for most people. Uh, maybe you can try a more affordable city, you know, like New York or Los Angeles. I mean, <laughs> crazy. I never um, thought I'd hear that New York City was more affordable than Vancouver. Uh-huh. I know. Me either. Uh, Oxford uh, economist um, uh, data shows that Toronto is the least affordable city in North America. And Vancouver isn't too far behind Toronto, winning the title of the third least affordable city. Uh, Montreal wasn't in the top 10, but it tied with cities like New York and Miami for affordability. Uh, Prices are forecast near its plateau, but affordability will get worse as rates rise. And let's talk about the mortgage rates. So mortgage rates are set to climb. Now, we talked about this last week a little bit. I believe it was last week. The Bank of Canada will be forced to hike in early or mid-next year. And, uh, sorry, somebody was just trying to call me. Well, you know, they want to buy a house or they want to rent a house and they, or they've heard what you're saying and they're going, how do I get into the market? <laughs> that was Christine Allen, actually. I'll have to call her back. Uh realtor um, in my office. So one of Canada's largest financial institutions sees the Bank of Canada uh, forced to hike rates. And uh, the forecast shows as interest rate hike of 25 basis points, which is typical of when they do start rising them. They do kind of uh, raise them by that amount. Uh, So that's set to happen most likely July of next year, July 2022. So be prepared. Uh, another hike is expected to follow before the end of next year as well. Uh, this is this is triple the current interest rate and a quarter sooner than forecast last month because we all thought, because they promised not to raise it till 2023. Uh, but uh, as we kind of figured and, and talked about it last week, it, it looked like it was changing. So the reason is due to inflation, which is increasingly looking less uh, transitory. Uh, and then some more news. The world has millions of vacant homes and 1.3 million are in Canada. That might seem a lot, but it's not as much as in the States. <laughs> so the data shows 1.34 million vacant homes in Canada, the fifth highest for advanced uh, economies. But the U.S. topped the list with 15.55 million. So over 15 million homes. Um, that's one in 12 homes sitting vacant, if you look at it that way. But 
crazy. It does make uh, sense when you hear stories about Detroit that, you know, have large sections of the city that are basically abandoned. And, you know, then some of the uh, you know problems with the housing fallout from a few years ago when the prices crashed and there's, you know, communities in Nevada that hardly anybody lives in and you almost have ghost towns. So it does kind of make sense, mm-hmm. even though it's still a stunning number. It is crazy. Uh, in Japan, notorious for its vacant home problem, had the highest rate with one in every seven homes sitting empty. Wow. Hi- yeah. Higher interest rates or property taxes can literally create years of housing supply. I mean, that's, yeah. Uh, oh, I wanted to mention, I, I mean, you can't see, Curtis, but um, I, I hope you're videotaping yourself again today. Oh, yeah, because I love being on camera. Oh, I hope you are. <laughs> I do everything I can to avoid being on camera. That's why I got into radio, Michelle. Okay, but since we started doing this, the, the YouTubes are fantastic. It's so fun having you on them. But yeah, I've got, fun. I've got the flowers behind me, um, which you can see when we upload this on YouTube next week. But they're gorgeous, and they're personally made for me by Sandy, the owner of Holly Tree Florist and Gifts in Agassi. And she's such a designer, and she does such a beautiful job. She services all uh, my orders from my clients who list with me. I love giving flowers, especially designed by amazing um, artists, uh, florists like like Sandy. And for, for listing, I'm like, well, thank you so much. And everyone loves fresh flowers. It makes you feel good. It makes you happy. And who doesn't want their clients to be happy so <laughs> and um here she made nice ones for me uh today so i'm very thankful for the flowers they're beautiful uh but yeah okay on to more news um and uh the world um is is always changing life is always changing uh don't expect it to stay stagnant because it never does um oh i wanted to mention too i've got the real estate uh referral partners in texas talking about empty homes and and uh stuff but not not saying texas has a lot of empty homes but talking in the u.s uh and born and raised as you know in the u.s but texas i love texas i just love that state it's one of my one of my favorite states and my referral partners uh, are out of Magnolia Realty there. And that is Chip and Joanna Gaines' franchise, as you know. As I know, we're still trying to get them on the show one of these days. It'll happen. It'll happen. Um, <laughs> uh, Ron Brown, a realtor with Magnolia out of Fort Worth, uh, says the median sales price of properties there are at 273000 That's the median sales price. Can you believe that? Wow. That, I mean, you can't... It, get a condo here for that no what's the problem you watch these hgtv shows sometimes and you see the prices and and uh and their show is one of the examples too where i'm like that's all it costs because depending on where you are in the states and 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 which city you're in yeah it can be a lot more affordable there Uh, yes and uh, i i I, the other day i heard it on instagram caitlin cates which is a realtor out of the uh uh, Waco, Texas, uh, franchise. That's where the silos are. Um, and they, she just listed this lot. It's gorgeous land. It's over 11 acres on the Aquila Creek. And it's only priced at 274,000. It's over 11 acres. You can fish and kayak on the, the lake is long. It, I mean, sorry, the creek is long. It goes to the lake. 
um, north of Waco, and you could build horse barns. Oh, I just imagined white fence, beautiful property with a, a white farmer-style designed house, like rancher house. Oh, I mean, if you want to retire there one day or have a, I don't know, a, a winter getaway or anything, I just, it was gorgeous. You see, it's I, funny I, because you're thinking about this along an equestrian line and things like that that you would do with it, and my mind went right to your husband building an amazing recording studio on the property. Okay, he can have that too if I have my nice barn with chandeliers <laughs> but i don't know why my mind went right there i'm like man the recording studio richard could build uh that yeah that would be so beautiful i already see it right now with whitewashed walls and you know i would of course do it my style but he could have his style too <laughs> you can make it look like the yellowstone ranch but smaller oh by the way i haven't been i have not watched one of the yellowstone shows yet you're gonna have to catch up because now you're behind you were one of the people in the folks that got me to watch it and you know now i'm 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 totally caught up now you're behind well by hunkering down and being landlocked you think i'd have time to to be watching it you got three episodes until tomorrow night then you're going to be back four episodes Uh, maybe i will watch all four tomorrow night then i'll just stay up all night it'll be worth it get nothing done on monday it'll be be worth it So I have a featured listing I, of course, wanted to talk about. Uh, It just hit the market yesterday. It's in Langley. It's co-listed with Christine Allen, who (laughs) was just trying to call me. Uh, And it's off 43rd, if I hadn't said that already. It is four and a half acres. And it has white fence. It's a white fence beauty, Curtis. I don't know why I love white fences with land. It's just... It does look cool. It does, not it has that kind of classic ranch kind of look and equestrian look. It does. That's why I love it. Uh, it's priced at $2,650,000. It's a five-bedroom, four-bathroom, built the year I was built. Oh, I'm going to give it away. 1974. And it's a basement entry, and it has a mobile manufactured uh, home on it as well, which is so rare and great to have for the options um, to, to, for family and such. Uh, the total square footage of the house is over 3,500 square feet, and of course it has a barn. <laughs> um, so it is gorgeous. It's at the end of a no-through road, and it has a newer wood flooring throughout, and it's got a spacious living room with a corner fireplace, beautiful kitchen with ample cupboards, like tons of counter space, stainless steel appliances. It's got two septic systems. It's got two 200-amp services, two small barns, two shops with 100-amp, oh, chicken coop, fencing throughout. I mean, this place is amazing. It's a great hobby farm. So if anybody wants to have a look at it, uh, oh, it was renovated in 2009. And, uh, yeah, so contact myself or Christine Allen, and we'd love to show it to you, send you all the information and the video and everything that we have on it, the floor plan and all of that. Just check it out on my website if you want. And then we've got a new listing coming up this coming week. We're getting all the video, drone video, and floor plan and photos and everything done on Monday. And it's an 11,000 square foot lot in Mission off Cascade. Uh, And it's going to be priced at 915,000. So that's a great one coming up next week. Keep an eye out. But today we have an open house. So if, uh, you know, the Highway 7 is open. So I have an open house uh, that Christine Allen actually is going to host for for us, and it is a vacation property. Now, I talked last week about this, Chris. It is that amazing log 
cabin. It's a part of a fourplex. It's the corner one, so it's extra large. It's it's actually larger. I couldn't even imagine. It, I didn't think it was as large as it was, but it is. It's perfect for family. It's 2,750 square feet on three different levels. It's got three levels plus a basement, actually. And it's up at Hemlock. Hemlock, Sasquatch Mountain. Perfect time to ski and a snow sled and shoe and all that good stuff. And in the summer, you can ATV and oh, lovely, lovely place. It is so cute. Perfect cabin, wood-burning fireplace. There's snow up there right now. We are going to enjoy uh, the snow. And I, I'm, I think I'm going to go up there as well because mine as well. I mean, what else do I have today to do but show this property with Christine and uh, play in the snow? I think I'll make a snowman. There we go. I like that. <laughs> yeah, and that one is priced uh, very modestly at 489000 and yes, so um, have a look at that if you want to go up there today between 12 and 1 o'clock. And I will have a quote of the week and the quote of this week. Uh, given the trying week that we have all had here in the Valley and other parts of BC, today's quote is the greatest, or I should say, the greatness of a community is most accurately measured by the compassionate actions of its members. That's an author unknown. That is a great one, especially for the week we've had. So I think we'll probably get to end on a high note, and we'll end it there. So if people want more information about what you do as a realtor and uh, what you have going on, where can they go? MichelleCummins.ca. And join us again next week when we will talk real estate in order to unlock your real estate potential on a show where real estate is maximized. Thanks for listening.